Thank you for listening to Pastor Sean's Bible Study Teaching Podcast from Emmanuel Baptist Church in Sterling, Colorado. This lesson was recorded during our Wednesday night adult seminars. For more information on Emmanuel Baptist Church, please visit our website at www.ebc-online.org. Now here's Pastor Sean. Last week, in the beginning of chapter 12 of 1 Corinthians, Paul was beginning to talk about spiritual gifts. And if you remember from last week, we talked about how every body that's a Christian has at least one spiritual gift. And we kind of looked at the different gifts that were listed there and that the Holy Spirit has given them as, the, as He sees fit and that um, we're all empowered by the Holy Spirit to serve one another. And, and the whole purpose of a spiritual gift is to make sure that we're serving the body, not drawing attention to ourselves. Okay, So Paul is going to continue this discussion about what it means to be part of a church family. And Paul's going to talk about body parts and all this kind of stuff, and he's going to use this huge metaphor to kind of talk about how we relate to one another as a church family. So let's read 1 Corinthians um, chapter 12, uh, verses 12 through 27. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 12, starting in verse 12. So if you missed last week, you can go back on the Internet and you can listen to it um, just to kind of get caught up. These are on um, podcast and on our website. Usually we try to get them up on, on Thursday mornings. So all right, here we go. For just as the body is one and has many members... And all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we were all baptized into one body. Jews are Greek, slaves are free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, and that's a pretty weird thought there, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, another interesting image, where would the, be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greater honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. What in the world is Paul talking about here? Eyeballs, ears, hands, feet... What's the point that he's trying to make? He's using the analogy of the human body to describe how the church functions as a spiritual body. So, can your hand say to the eye, I'm really jealous that I'm not an eye? Did God make your hand an eye? No, he made the eye the eye. Did God make your foot the nose? 
Did God make you just one big, huge ear? That would be really scary if, like, we were just an ear and, like, all of us were walking around as ears. We'd probably hear very well, but we couldn't taste, we couldn't see. Paul's being facetious here. He's being exaggerating. But what I want to do is I want to show you six key teachings from this passage of Scripture that I think the Bible is teaching us about how we relate together as the body of Christ. Okay? So here's the first one. Although we are diverse individuals, we are all one in Christ through the unifying power of the Holy Spirit. Just look around this room. Are we a diverse crowd of people? Sort of. You guys are all, we have men, we have women, we have young, we have old, we have blonde hair, we have blue hair, we have some hair, we have um, a lot of hair, we have, you know, we all have different, we're all diverse. How many of you, let's just do a little, let's do a little straw poll. How many of you are actually from Colorado? Like grew up in Colorado. Oh, wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. Oh, far out. Texas? That's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So, so all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as he's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body. Okay, And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as He chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But it, most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings in you and, and, and a little bit of competition? Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? <laughs> I you think know. that, well, there's that thing, you know, the, the giftings that are more public, mm-hmm. 
people tend to think, well, I want that, be, I want to mm -hmm. be out front, I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm -hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift, what that. Yeah, yeah, and Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The, the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see, like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not and I deserve to be up there? And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. Um, that's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other? trying to be divided, trying to have some issues. But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? That we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me? Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many, oh, wow, half of you grew else? You grew up somewhere, okay? Florida. Somebody say Florida. Florida. Far out. Texas? Oh, farther country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was, I know it's of Texas the first time. I was part of the Republic, so it's half of my life. So, so to stay there. So, are diverse. All of us together is the body, but when we come together as the Holy Spirit of Christ, what the Holy Spirit has done into one, has unified us in family, into one, into one. Let's look back at the body, 12 and 13. Back again at verse 12. Paul said, um, the body is one, as just, so we, we, one, body. We have one body parts, different men, but we have different bodies and the members. So many are one body. Members of the body of Christ, for in body, so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One Spirit. We were all baptized spirit, body, Gentiles into one, slaves are free, Jews are Greeks, drink of the one spirit. And we were all made to, so, although we're spirit, so, and although we're individuals, first, unique and diverse, has done what God spirit in giving through the Holy Spirit and as He's bringing us salvation, one, into, it brought us into wide family, into one unified, one body, into one, okay, body. The result of that, and as things that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage, God too, only a rain has sovereignly changed us those as He should be no competition. So there's or petition or disjealousy um, connection from we see this a body. Teen three verses fourteen. 
through night and say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and then the eye can't important than me foot can't say to the than you you know i'm more important verse 18 um, a rain god's in the body change the member them as he, each one of those he chose Here's the issue so here in the family church family whether you god has not know this or not or not whether you acknowledge it brought you to god has sought this local family to this family obviously there's the church family We'll talk about that. It's universal in a moment. But Paul Emmanuel, you're, most of you, God is sovereignly home. And so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family. And all of us arranged family the way he's in this church family. Sees fit. be no competition. So that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body. Or disconnection. Think in church. Do you think you to get jealous? If there's a tendency of people jealous, different giftings that may have different in a you. Do you guys have a little bit of competition? Possibility to happen. See that as a in church life, an example of that. Give me, maybe you've seen competent. Where, where may our jealousy, petition, or our people be, or that are not, you know, they're not. God has has content with where the body of Christ put them in the. You're all saying yes. I know it. I've seen it. Each other. You don't want to tell any. And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, overarching types of gifts. But two overarching gifts, gifts, there's the speak, the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. Are you people with the speak front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teacher, pastor, or singer, teacher, or a C, it's usually up, or somebody in front. He, a sense there could be to where well have jealousy up front and I'm not come there always I deserve to be not and and maybe up there you should be and you're thinking that you have been some type on and you can be in a position that you're not another person or jealous of a one up competitive or try what's going on here in court um, that's what we've seen so far the Corinth have we each other been trying to one up trying to be divided trying to, trying to have some issues sovereignly God has saw right there verse eight that verse God arranged the memory team God's one of them is Hebrews in the body so God has chose brought us together sovereignly the body of Christ other as you the gift that she's and he's given you remember like you have the spirit gives you the last week the holy spirit, the way he's gift to you he's fit to give it sovereign over this so God is church family the whole the gift you get anything to where you serve it God has arranged and graphically changed it just per church functions the way so that the church okay wait, it needs to function what's the third thing we we need desperate other need each and as to function a healthy body. Sound, sound too extreme. Does that desperately mean extreme? We de- each other. We desperately need each other. Verse 21. Look at, can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you, nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need Desperately, we desperately need other. Each, we, I don't need, can't say you. Do you think now, most people think church operate in that rate out of that need, really need, that we just pick up thing. I need each other. Do you, do you wait? I need my church family. I need my brothers. I need, I need sisters in Christ. The need around me. Or do those believers visually kind of individually go through life, holistically and handle it on my life and say, you know, I, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm, I don't want to be on my own body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh, wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. 
Florida. Somebody say Florida. No. Oh, far out. Texas? That's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So I sort of stayed. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as He's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, okay? And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as He chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, Verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings than you and, and a little bit of competition. Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? You don't want to tell on each other? <laughs> I think that, well, there's that, that you know, the... The giftings that are more public, mm-hmm. people tend to think, well, I want that gift. I want to be mm-hmm. out front. I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift. What that? Yeah, yeah. And Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see, like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not? And I deserve to be up there. And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not, and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. That's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other, trying to be divided, trying to have some issues? But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this 
the whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? That we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me. Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many, oh, wow, half of you else? You grew up somewhere, okay. Somebody say Florida. Florida. You say far. No. Far out. Texas. Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first. I was part of the Republic. So it's half of my life. So so to stay. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body. But when we come together, the Holy Spirit of Christ. What has the Holy Spirit has done into one has unified us in family into one into one. Let's look back. Body. Twelve and thirteen. Back again at verse twelve. Paul said. Um, just the body is one. Says, just so we we one body. We have one body parts, different men, but we have different body and the members. So many are one body. members of the body of Christ. For in body, so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One the Spirit. We were all bad spirit body. Ties into one. Blaves are free. Jews are Greeks. Drink of the one spirit. And we were all made. To, so, although we're spirit, so and although we're individuals, unique and diverse, has done what God did in giving through the Holy Spirit and as He's bringing us salvation one into it brought us into wide family into one unified one body, into one okay body the result of that and as things that, that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage God too only a rain has sovereign changed us those as He chose to be no competition so there's or petition or disjealousy um connection from we see this a body team through in verses 14 through nine say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and then the eye can't important than me foot can't say to the than you you know i'm more important verse 18 um, a rain god's in the body change the member of them as he, each one of those he chose the issue so here in the family church family whether you god has not know this or not or not whether you acknowledge it really brought you to God has sought this local family to this family. Obviously, there's the church family. We'll talk about that. It's universal in a moment. But Paul Emmanuel, you're, most of you, God is sovereignly home. And so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family. And all of us arranged family the way he's in this church family. Sees fit to be no competition. So that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body. Or disconnection in church. Do you think you to get jealous if there's a tendency of people jealous? Giftings that may have different in a you. Do you, you guys a little bit of competition? Possibility to happen? See that as a in church life. An example of that. Give me maybe you've seen competition. Where where may our jealousy petition or are people be or that are not you know they're not. God has has content with where the body of Christ put them in the.
You're all saying yes. I know it. I've seen it. Each other. You don't want to tell any. And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, arching types of gifts, but two overarching gifts, there's the speaking, the serving gifts, and there's the, the speaking gifts, are you people with the speak front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teach pastor, or a singer, or a, it's usually up, or somebody in front, a sense, there could be to where, well, have jealousy up front, and I'm not, how come they're always, I deserve to be mocked, and, and maybe up there, you should be, and you're thinking that you have, in some type on, and you can be in a position that you're not another person or jealous about a one up, competitive, or try. What's going on here in court? Um, that's what we've seen so far. Have we each other? I'm trying to one up, trying to be divided, trying to, trying to have some issues. Sovereignly, God has so right there, verse 8. That verse, God arranged the member team. God, each one of them is Hebrews in the body. So God has chose, brought us together, sovereignly brought the body of Christ together as you the gift that Jesus, and He's given you. Remember, like you have, the Spirit gives you the gift last week, the Holy Spirit, the way He's gift to you. He's fit to give it sovereign over this. So God is church family. The whole the gift you get, anything, where you serve it, God has arranged and God perfectly changed it just per church functions the way so that the church, okay, it needs to function. What's the third thing? We really need desperate other need each and as to function the healthy body. Sound, sound too extreme. Does that desperately mean extreme? We desperately each other. We desperately. We need each other. Verse 21. Look at, can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you, nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need Desperately, we desperately need other. Each, we say, I don't need you. Can't say you. Do you think, now, most people think church operate in that, operate out of that need? Really need that we desperate pick up thing. I need each other. Do you? Do you wait? Need my church family. Need my brothers and sisters. I need. I need sisters in Christ. The need around me, or do those believers visually kind of individual go through life holistically and handle it on my life and say, you know, I can, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm. I don't want to be on my own body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't. Want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. No. Oh, far out. Texas? That's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So I sort of stayed. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as He's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, okay? And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, 
God has sovereignly arranged us as he chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, Verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings than you and, and a little bit of competition. Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? I think that, well, there's that thing, you know, the the giftings that are more public, mm-hmm. people tend to think, well, I want that, I want to be mm-hmm. out front, I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift, what that... Yeah, yeah, and Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The, the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not? And I deserve to be up there. And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. That's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other, trying to be divided, trying to have some issues? But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and he's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way he sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other each other we can't say i don't need you now do you think most people in church operate out of that need that we desperately need each other do you do you wake up thinking i need my church family i need my brothers and sisters in christ i need 
those believers around me? Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many, oh, wow, half the group else. You grew up somewhere, okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. Florida. Far out, Texas. Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first. I was part of the Republic, so half of my life. So, so to stay. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body, but when we come together, the Holy Spirit of Christ. What the Holy Spirit has done into one has unified us in family into one into one. Let's look back. Body. Twelve and thirteen. Back again at verse twelve. Paul said, "Is the body is one as just." So we, we one body. We have one body parts, different members, but we have different bodies. And the members, so many are one body. Members of the body of the Christ, for in body so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One Spirit. We were all bad spirit, body, Jews into one, slaves are free, Jews are Greeks, drink of the one spirit. And we were all made to do. So, although we're spirit, so and although we're unique, individuals, first, unique and diverse, has done what God spirit in giving through the Holy Spirit and as He's bringing us salvation. One, into, it brought us into wide family, into one unified one body, into one okay? body. The result of that, and as things that, that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage, God too, only a reign has sovereign changed us those as he should be no competition. So there's or petition or jealousy um, connection from we see this a body team through in verses fourteen through nine say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and the eye can't important than me foot. Can't say to the person than you. You know I'm more important. Verse 18. Um, a reign. God's in the body. Change the member of them as he, each one of those he chose. That's the issue. So here in the family, church family, whether you God has not know this or not, or not whether you acknowledge it, really brought you. God has sought this local family to this family. Obviously, there's the church family. Now, we'll talk about that. It's universal. In a moment, but Paul Emmanuel, you're most of you. God is sovereignly home, and so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family, and all of us arranged family the way He's in this church family sees fit. Be no competition, so that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body or disconnection in church. Do you think you to get jealous? There's a tendency of people jealous different giftings that may have different and you. Do you guys a little bit of competition possibility to happen? See that as a but in church life, an example of that. Give me, maybe you've seen competent, where, where may our jealousy, petition, or our people be, or that are not, you know, they're not, God has, has content with where the body of Christ put them in the Christ. You're all saying, yes, I, you, I know it, I've seen it. Yeah. Each other? You don't want to tell any? And Peter talks, yeah, yeah, overarching types of gifts. But two overarching gifts, if there's the speaking, the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. Are you people with the speaking front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teacher, pastor, or singer, teacher, or a C, it's usually up, or somebody in front. He, a sense, there could be to where, well, have jealousy up front, and I'm not, how come they're always, I deserve to be not, and, and maybe up there. You should be, and you're thinking that you have, in some type on, and you can be positioned that you're not another person or jealous of a one up competitive or try. What's going on here in court? Um, that's what we've seen so far. They weren't. Have we each other? I'm trying to one up and to be divided. Trying to, 
trying to have some issues. Sovereignly, but God has some right there, verse 8. That verse, God arranged the members. God, each one of them is he members in the body. So God has chose, brought us together, sovereignly brought the body of Christ together as you the gift that Jesus, and he's given you. Remember, like you have, the Spirit gives you the gift. Last week, the Holy Spirit, the way he's gift to you, he's fit to give it. Sovereign over this. So God is church family. The whole the gift you get, anything, where you serve it, God has arranged and perfectly changed it just per church functions the way so that the church, okay, it needs to function. What's the third thing? We really need desperate other need each and as to function the healthy body. Sound, sound too extreme. Is that desperately need extreme? We each other. We desperately need each other. Verse 21. Look at, can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you, nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need Desperately, we desperately need other each. We, I don't need, can't say you. Do you think, now, most people think church operate in that right out of that need, really need, that we desperately pick up things, I need each other. Do you, do you wait? I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters. I need, I need sisters in Christ. The need around me or do those believers individually kind of individual go through life holistically and handle it on my life and say you know I, I can do life on my own I'm okay on my own I'm I don't want to be on my own body I don't want to bother anybody's business I don't want, I don't want to get anybody I grew up in Colorado oh wow half the group how many of you grew up somewhere else okay Florida somebody say Florida no. far oh far out Texas that's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So it's just stayed. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as he's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, Okay. And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as He chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But it, most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous 
of people that may have different giftings than you and, and, and a little bit of competition. Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? <laughs> I think that, well, there's that thing, you know, the, the giftings that are more public, mm-hmm. people tend to think, well, I want that, I want to be mm-hmm. out front, I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift, what that. Yeah, yeah, and Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The, the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see, like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not and I deserve to be up there? And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. Um, that's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other? trying to be divided, trying to have some issues. But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? That we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me? Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many, oh, wow, half the group else? You grew up somewhere, okay? Florida. Somebody say Florida. Florida. Say far. No. far out. Texas? Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first. Time. I was part of the Republic, so it's half of my life. So, so stayed. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body, but when we come together, the Holy Spirit of Christ. What the Holy Spirit has done into one has unified us in family into one into one. Let's look back. Body. Twelve and thirteen. Back again at verse twelve. Paul said, "This um, the body is one." Says just so we we one body. We have one body parts, different, men, but we have different bodies and the members. 
So many are one body. Members of the body of Christ, for in one body, so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One Spirit. We were all baptized spirit, body, Jews into one, slaves are free, Jews are Greeks, drink of the one spirit. And we were all made to do. Although we're spirit, so and although we're you individuals, first unique and diverse has done what God spirit in giving through the Holy Spirit and as He's bringing us salvation one into it brought us into wide family, into one unified one body into one okay body. The result of that and as things that, that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage God too only a reign has sovereign changed us those as he should be no competition so there's or petition or jealousy um connection from we see this a body team through in verses 14 through night say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and the eye can't important than me foot can't say to the than you you know i'm more important verse 18 um, a rain God's in the body change the member of them as he, each one of those he chose That's the issue so here in the family church family whether you god has not know this or not or not whether you acknowledge heavenly brought you god has sought this local family to this family obviously there's the church family now, we'll talk about that. It's universal in a moment. But Paul Emmanuel, you're, most of you, God is sovereignly home. And so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family. And all of us arranged family the way he's in this church family. Cease fit. be no competition. So that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body. Or disconnection. Think in church. Do you think you to get jealous? If there's a tendency of people jealous, different giftings that may have different in, in, in you. Do you, you guys have a little bit of competition? Possibility to happen. See that as a in church life, an example of that. Give me, maybe you've seen competent. Where, where maybe are jealousy, petition, or are people be, or that are not, you know, they're not. God has has content with where the body of Christ put them in the. You're all saying yes. I know it. I've seen it. Each other. You don't want to tell any. And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, overarching types of gifts. But two overarching gifts, gifts, there's the speak, the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. Are you people with the speak front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teacher, pastor, or singer, or a C, it's usually up, or somebody in front. He, a sense there could be to where well have jealousy up front and I'm not come there always I deserve to be not and and maybe up there you should be and you're thinking that you have been some type on and you can be positioned that you're not another person or jealous out of one up competitive or try what's going on here in court um, that's what we've seen so far the Corinth have we each other been trying to one up trying to be divided trying to, trying to have some issues sovereignly God has saw right there verse eight that verse God arranged the fifteen God each one of them is Hebrews in the body so God has chose. Brought us together sovereignly, the body of Christ, as you the gift that she's, and He's given you. Remember, like you have the Spirit gives you the last week, the Holy, Spirit, the way He's gift to you. He's fit to give it sovereign over this. So God is church family. The whole the gift you give, anything to where you serve it. God has arranged and perfectly changed it just per church functions the way so that the church, okay, it needs to function. What's the third thing? We we need desperate other need each and as to function. A healthy body. Town sound too. Does that desperately need extreme? We each other. We desperately need each other. Verse twenty-one. Look at can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you. Nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need. Desperately 
We desperately need other. Each. We say, I don't need you. can't say, you. Do you think, now, most people think church operate in that, operate out of that need, really need, that we desperately pick up things, I need each other. Do you, do you wait? Need my church family. Need my brothers. I need. I need sisters in Christ. The need around me, or do those believers individually, kind of individually, go through life holistically and handle it on my life and say, you know, I can, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm. I don't want to be on my own. Body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't. Want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. Oh, far out. Texas? Yeah. That's another country. Yeah. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So I should have stayed. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews are Greeks, slaves are free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as he's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body. Okay, and as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as he chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But it, most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings than you and, and, and a little bit of competition? Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? You don't want to tell on each other? <laughs> I you know. think that, well, there's that thing, you know, the, the giftings that are more public. Mm-hmm. People tend to think, well, I want that. I want to be mm-hmm. out front. I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of yeah. their unseen gifts. What that? Yeah, yeah. And Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. the The people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see. 
like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not? And I deserve to be up there. And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. That's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other? Trying to be divided, trying to have some issues? But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? that we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me. Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many of you, oh, wow, half of you else? You grew up somewhere, okay. Somebody say Florida. Florida. You say far. No. Far out. Texas. Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first time. I was part of the Republic, so it's half of my life. So so to stay. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body, but when we come together, the Holy Spirit of Christ. What has the Holy Spirit has done into one has unified us in family into one into one. Let's look back. Body. Twelve and thirteen. Back again at verse twelve. Paul said. Um, is the body is one. Says just so we we one body. We have one body parts, different men, but we have different body and the members. So many are one body. Members of the body of Christ. For in body, so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One Spirit. We were all baptized Spirit body. Ties into one. Blaves are free. Jews are Greeks. Drink of the one Spirit. And we were all made. To so although we're spirit, so and although we're individuals, first unique and diverse has done what God did in giving through the Holy Spirit and as he's bringing us salvation one into it brought us into wide family into one unified one body, into one okay body the result of that and as things that, that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage God too only a rain has sovereign changed us those as he should be no competition so there's or petition or disjealousy um connection from we see this a body teen through in verses 14 through nine say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and then the eye can't important than me foot can't say to the than you you know i'm more important verse 18 um, a rain god's in the body change the member them as he, each one of those he chose the issue so here in the church family whether you god has not 
know this or not, whether you acknowledge it brought you to God has sovereign this local family to this family. Obviously, there's the church family. Now, we'll talk about that. It's universal in a moment. But Paul Emmanuel, you're, most of you, God is sovereignly home. And so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family. And all of us in arranged family the way he's in this church family sees fit. be no competition. So that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body. Or disconnection in church. Do you think you to get jealous? There's a tendency of people that jealous different giftings that may have different in you. Do you, you guys a little bit of competition? Possibility to happen. See that as a in church life? An example of that. Give me, maybe you've seen competition. Where, where may our jealousy, petition, or our people be, or that are not, you know, they're not, God has, has content with where the body of Christ put them in the Christ. You're all saying, yes, I, I know it. I've seen it. Each other? You don't want to tell any? And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, there are arching types of gifts. About two overarching gifts. gifts. There's the speaking, the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. Are you people with the speaking front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teacher, pastor, or a singer, teacher, or a C, that's usually up, or somebody in front. There could be to where, well, have jealousy up front, and I'm not. How come they're always, I deserve to be not, and, and maybe up there. You should be, and you're thinking that you have some type on, and you can be in a position that you're not another person, or jealous of a one-up, competitive, or try. what's going on here in Corinth. Um, that's what we've seen so far in Corinth. Have we each other been trying to one-up, trying to be divided, trying to, trying to have some issues? Sovereignly, God has so right there, verse 8, that verse, God arranged the member team. God, each one of them is members in the body. So God has chose, brought us together, sovereignly brought the body of Christ together as you the gift that you and he's given you. Remember, like you have, the Spirit gives you the last week, the Holy Spirit, the way he's gift to you. He's fit to give it sovereign over this. So God is church family. The whole the gift you get, anything, to where you serve it. God has arranged and perfectly changed it. Just per church functions the way so that the church. Okay, wait, it needs to function. What's the third thing? We, we need desperate other. We need each and as to function the healthy body. Sound, sound too extreme. Is that desperately need extreme? We desperately each other. We desperately. We need each other. Verse 21. Look at, can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you, nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need Desperately, we desperately need other. Each, we, I don't need, can't say you. Do you think, now, most people think church operate in that, operate out of that need? Really need that we desperate up thing. I need each other. Do you do you need my church family? Need my brothers and sisters. I need I need sisters in Christ. The need around me or do those believers visually kind of individual go through lifeistically and handle it on my life and say you know I can, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm I don't want to be on my own body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida? No. Oh, far out. Texas? That's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's I was I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So I sort of stayed. So 
all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body. Jews are Greek, slaves are free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as He's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, okay? And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as He chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. The hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But it, most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings than you and, and a little bit of competition. Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? I think that, well, there's that thing, you know, the... The giftings that are more public, mm -hmm. people tend to think, well, I want that, I want to be mm -hmm. out front, I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm -hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift, what that. Yeah, yeah, and Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts there's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The, the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see, like the pastor, or a teacher, or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not? And I deserve to be up there. And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not, and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. Um, that's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other, trying to be divided, trying to have some issues? But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other 
to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? That we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me. Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many of you, oh, wow, half the group, where else? You grew up somewhere, okay? Somebody say Florida. Florida. You say far. No. Far out. Texas. Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first. I was part of the Republic, so it's half of my life. So so to stay. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body, but when we come together, the Holy Spirit, of Christ. What has the Holy Spirit has done into one has unified us in family into one into one. Let's look back. Body. Twelve and thirteen. Back again at verse twelve. Paul said. Um, just the body is one. Says, just so we we one body. We have one body parts, different, men, but we have different body. And the members, so many are one body. Members of the body of Christ, for in body so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One the Spirit. We were all baptized Spirit body. Ties into one. Blaves are free. Jews are Greeks. Drink of the one Spirit. And we were all made. To, although we're here, so and although we're unique, individuals, unique and diverse, has done what God did in giving through the Holy Spirit and as He's bringing us salvation one into it brought us into wide family into one unified one body into one okay body the result of that and as things that, that there are some things flow from also the scripture number two from this passage God too only a reign has sovereign changed us those as He chose be no competition so there's or petition or disjealousy um, connection from we see this a body through in verses 14 through 9 say to the hand can't well you're more in foot and the eye can't important than me foot can't say to the foot than you you know i'm more important verse 18 um, a rain god's in the body change the member them as he, each one of those he chose That's the issue so here in the family church fans whether you god has not know this or not or not you acknowledge it really brought you to God has sought this local family to this family. Obviously, there's the church family. Now, we'll talk about that. It's universal in a moment. But Paul Emmanuel, you're, most of you, God is sovereignly home. And so God, this church family, brought you to God has a family. And all of us arranged family the way he's in this church family. Sees fit. be no competition. So that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body. Or disconnection in church. Do you think you to get jealous? There's a tendency of people that jealous giftings that may have different and you do you, you guys a little bit of competition possibility to happen see that as a in church life an example of that give me maybe you've seen competition where where may our jealousy petition or our people be or that are not you know they're not god has has content with where the body of christ put them in the you're all saying yes i know it i've seen it each other you don't want to tell any you know. That, but giftings that are the public are more people tend to mm-hmm. 
I want that to advance on mm-hmm. the outcome. That I want to send them that I want to be positive for mm-hmm. that they don't realize. They're unsensitive to yeah. what they're sending gifts. And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, overarching types of gifts. But two overarching gifts, gifts, there's the speaking the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. Are you people with the speaking front that people, these are the ones that are up, like the see, or a teach pastor, or singer, or a that's usually up, or somebody in front. A sense there could be to where we'll have some jealousy up front, and I'm not how come they're always. I deserve to be mocked, and and maybe up there you should be. And you're thinking that you have been some type on, and you can be in a position that you're not another person or jealous of a one up competitive or try. What's going on here in court? Um, that's what we've seen so far. They have with each other. I'm trying to one up and to be divided, trying to, trying to have some issues. Sovereignly, God has some right there. Verse eight. That verse not arranged the member team. God, each one of them is members in the body. So God has chose. Brought us together sovereignly, the body of Christ, together, as you the gift that she's and He's given you. Remember, like you have Spirit gives you the last week the Holy Spirit, the way He's gift to you. He's fit to give it sovereign over this. So God is church family. The whole the gift you get, anything where you serve it. God has arranged and perfectly changed it just per church functions the way so that the church, okay, it needs to function. What's the third thing? We we need desperate other need each and as to function. A healthy body. Town sound too extreme. Is that desperately mean extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Verse 21. Look at can't say to the hand, the eye and I don't need you. Nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need desperately. We desperately need other each. We I don't need can't say you. Do you think now, most people think church operate in that right out of that need, really need that we desperate up thing. I need each other. Do you, do you wait? I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters. I need, I need sisters in Christ. The need around me. Or do those believers individually kind of individual go through life holistically and handle it on my life and say, you know, I can, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm, I don't want to be on my own body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh, wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. No. Oh, far out. Texas? That's another country. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So I sort of stayed there. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as he's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, okay? And as a result of that, there are some things that, also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God has sovereignly arranged us as He chose so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. We see this in verses 14 through 19. 
the hand can't say to the foot, well, you're more important than me, and then the eye can't say to the foot, you know, I'm more important than you. Um, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. So here's the issue. In the church family, God has, whether you know this or not, whether you acknowledge it or not, God has sovereignly brought you to this family, this local family. Now, obviously, there's the church universal. We'll talk about that in a moment. But most of you call Emmanuel your home. And so God has sovereignly brought you to this church family. And God has arranged all of us in this church family the way he sees fit so that there should be no competition or jealousy or disconnection from the body. Do you think in church life there's a tendency to get jealous of people that may have different giftings than you and, and a little bit of competition? Do you, you guys see that as a possibility to happen in church life? Give me an example of that. How, where, where maybe you've seen competition or jealousy or, or people that are not, you know, they're not content with where God has, has put them in the body of Christ. You're all saying, yes, I've seen it. I know it. You don't want to tell on each other? <laughs> I think that, well, there's that thing, you know, the, the giftings that are more public, mm-hmm. people tend to think, well, I want that, I want to be mm-hmm. out front, I want to be seen, and yet they don't realize the importance mm-hmm. of yeah. their unseen gift, what that. Yeah, yeah, and Peter talks about two overarching types of gifts. There's the speaking gifts, and there's the serving gifts. The, the people with the speaking gifts are usually the ones that are up front that people see, like the pastor or a teacher or a singer or somebody that's usually up front. And there could be a sense of jealousy to where, well, how come they're always up front and I'm not? And I deserve to be up there. And maybe you're thinking that you should be in some type of position that you're not and you can be jealous of another person or competitive or try to one-up. Um, that's what's going on here in Corinth. Have we seen so far them trying to one-up each other? trying to be divided, trying to have some issues. But God has sovereignly, that verse right there, verse 18, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as He chose. So God has sovereignly brought us together as the body of Christ, and He's given you the gift that you have. Remember last week, the Holy Spirit gives you the gift, the way He sees fit to give it to you. So God is sovereign over this whole church family thing, the gift you get, the where you serve, and God has arranged it just perfectly so that the church functions the way it needs to function. Okay, what's the third thing? We desperately need each other to function as a healthy body. Does that sound too extreme? We desperately need each other. We desperately need each other. Look at verse 21. The eye can't say to the hand, I don't need you. Nor the head to the feet, I don't need you. We desperately need each other. We can't say, I don't need you. Now, do you think most people in church operate out of that need? That we desperately need each other. Do you, do you wake up thinking, I need my church family. I need my brothers and sisters in Christ. I need those believers around me? Or do we kind of individualistically go through life and say, you know, I can handle it on my own. I can do life on my own. I'm, I'm okay on my own. I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to, I don't want to get anybody's business. I don't want to grow up in Colorado. Like, how many, oh, wow, half the group else? You grew up somewhere, okay. Florida. 
Somebody say Florida. Florida. Far out, Texas. Oh, far other country. That's another country down there. That's this whole other. Yeah. I was. I know it's of Texas the first. I was part of the Republic, so it's half of my life. So, so to stay. Us are diverse. All of us together is the body, first, but when we come together, the Holy Spirit, Christ, what the Holy Spirit has done into one, has unified us in family, into one, into one. Let's look back body, 12 and 13. Back again at verse 12. Paul said, because um, the body is one, says, just so we, we one body, we have one body parts, different men, but we have different bodies and the members. So many are one body, members of the body of Christ, for in body, so it is with Christ. That's the Holy One Spirit. We were all baptized spirit, body, ties into one, blaves are free, Jews are Greeks, drink of the one spirit. And we were all made to do. So, although we're spirit, so, and although we're individuals, first, unique and diverse, has done what God spirit in giving through the Holy Spirit, and as He's bringing us salvation, one, into, it brought us into wide family, into one unified, one body, into one, okay, body. The result of that, and as things, that, that there are some things flow from, also, the scripture, number two from this passage, God, too, only a reign has sovereignly changed us those as he should be no competition. So there's or petition or disjealousy um, connection from, we see this, the body, 14, through, in verses 14, through 9, say to the hand can't, well, you're more in foot, and the eye can't important than me, foot can't say to the foot than you, you know, I'm more important, verse 18. Um, a reign God's in the body changed the member of them as he, each one of those he chose That's the issue so here in the family church family whether you God has not know this or not, or not whether you acknowledge it brought you God has sought this local family to this family obviously there's the church family now, we'll talk about that it's universal in a moment but Paul Emmanuel you're most of you God is sovereignly home and so God this church family brought you to God has a family and all of us arranged family the way he's in this church family sees fit to be no competition so that there should be or petition or jealousy from the body or disconnection in church do you think to get jealous if there's a tendency of people jealous different giftings that may have different and, and, and you do you, you guys have a little bit of competition possibility to happen see that as a but in church life an example of that Give me, maybe you've seen competent, where, where maybe our jealousy, petition, or our people be, or that are not, you know, they're not, God has, has content with where the body of Christ put them in the Christ. You're all saying, yes, I, I know it, I've seen it. Each other? You don't want to tell any? You know. I think that, well, there's, you know, the, that thing, giftings that are, the public are more, people tend to, mm-hmm. I want that because things are mm-hmm. out front. I want to seem and you know, I want to be part of the important that they don't realize. They're unseen, so yeah. that they're seen gifts. And Peter talks about, yeah, yeah, overarching types of gifts. But two overarching gifts, if there's the speak, the serving gifts. And there's the, the speaking gifts. So you people with the speak front, the people, these are the ones that are up, like the C, or a teacher, pastor, or singer, teacher, or a C. It's usually up, or somebody in front. He, a sense there could be to where well have some jealousy up front and I'm not come there always I deserve to be hot and and maybe up there you should be and you're thinking that you have been some type on and you can be positioned that you're not another person or jealous out of one up competitive or try what's going on here in court um, that's what we've seen so far they weren't have we each other been trying to one up and to be divided trying to Trying to have some issues. Sovereignly, God has sought right there. Verse eight. That verse. God arranged the membership. God, each one of them is Hebrews in the body. So God has chose, brought us together. Sovereignly, the body of Christ. Other as you, the gift that Jesus and He's given you. Remember, like you have Spirit gives you the gift. Last week, the Holy, Spirit, the way He's gift to you. He's fit to give it. Sovereign over this.
So God is church family. The whole the gift you get, anything, where you serve it, God has arranged and graphically changed it just per church functions the way so that the church okay, needs to function. What's the third thing? We really need desperate other need each and as to function the healthy body. Sound, sound too extreme. Is that desperately need extreme? We each other. We desperately need each other. Verse 21. Look at, can't say to the hand, the eye, and I don't need you, nor the head to the need you. The feet, I don't need Desperately, we desperately need other each. We, I don't need, can't say you. Do you think now most people think church operate in that rate out of that need? Really need that we desperate up thing. I need each other. Do you? Do you wait? Need my church family. Need my brothers. And sisters. I need. I need sisters in Christ. The need around me, or do those believers individually, kind of individual, go through life holistically and handle it on my life and say, you know, I can, I can do life on my own. I'm okay on my own. I'm. I don't want to be on my own body. I don't want to bother anybody's business. I don't. Want, I don't want to get anybody. I grew up in Colorado. Oh wow, half the group. How many of you grew up somewhere else? Okay. Florida. Somebody say Florida. No. You say far. Oh, far out. Texas? Yeah. That's another country. Yeah. That's this whole other country down there. Yeah, I know. It's, I, was, I was part of the Republic of Texas the first half of my life. So it's just stayed. So all of us are diverse, but when we come together as the body of Christ, what has the Holy Spirit done? The Holy Spirit has unified us into one, into one family, into one body. Let's look back again at verse 12 and 13. Um, Paul says, just as the body is one, so we, we, we have one body, but we have different body parts, different members. And the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit, that's the Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we were all made to drink of the one spirit. So although we're individuals and although we're unique and diverse, what God has done through the Holy Spirit in giving us salvation as He's brought us into one, into, into one unified family, into one body, okay? And as a result of that, there are some things that also flow from this passage of Scripture. Number two, God 